say thank you because we can't do this on our own and Lord knows we've tried it didn't work then it won't work now because <laughs> you are the God that cannot fail so Father we just say thank you thank you for this opportunity thank you for your presence your word your victory your peace your joy your anointing your healing in Jesus name we pray and all in agreement say amen Thank you, worshipers. Glory to God. I, I feel like getting my preach on. <laughs> Man, just give me a minute. What do you say to a God that can't fail? But thank you. If you had 10,000 tongues, you still couldn't thank them enough. Okay, let's do our opening confession. Let's go. Y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories, overriding the obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me because you love me I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say good morning. Did they say good morning back? You know, because some people don't like to say good morning. I don't know what they like to say. Good night. <laughs> so we're talking about first things first, but let me give you a first things first. Mind my own business. They mind my own business. Y'all know some amazing things happen when you mind your own business. So I got this text this morning. Good morning, Pastor. And, and I got approval. Say approval. I hope that you had a wonderful time trip. I'm getting right to this this morning. I heard practice the anointing. What does practice the anointing mean? So I said, this is what the practice the anointing. You, you, you guys know what the anointing is? In the Old Testament, it's God upon flesh doing only that which God can do. New Testament is God within flesh, our flesh, doing only what God can do. 
And, and, and so I text back and I said, for, for every thought, listen close, every thought, every reaction, every word comes through the anointing before being responded to. So every thought, every word, every reaction comes through the anointing before it's being processed through. So what does that mean? So how many of y'all know we got a flesh? That flesh is special. <laughs> Let's say the flesh don't necessarily do the godly things. So if someone says something to you, then the flesh is going to go ugly on it. Amen? Or, or do I have all people who never sinned before? I, I think Jesus was the only one that didn't do that. But when we take it through the anointing, we process it and say, well, let's say something that God would say. Let's do something that Jesus would do. Let's respond to this situation in a different way than what we want to. Because we want to bite back. We want to scream back. What else we want to do back? Y'all shout it out. Fight back. Oh, no, yes, she did. She said it. So if we live, if he tells us to do it that way, the process through the anointing, then there is victory in that. Now, will it look like victory when we say it? Will it sound like victory when we say it? I got a hand in the back. But he's a God of victory. Yes, ma'am. Besides this, oh, this week, okay. so I work at Home Goods uh -huh. uh, part-time, part um, okay. and so I went over to Chick-fil-A during okay. my 15-minute break, uh -oh. okay? So you only 15? get 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right. I race over there. I go to order an eight-count nugget. Okay. Do you want to know what they told me? Oh. We're out of nuggets. I said, excuse me? Uh -oh. Did I go to McDonald's? I thought I was at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so I had to like quickly adjust my face, okay, okay. my attitude, because okay. I was pissed. Okay. And I'm like, what you mean? You out of nuggets. Okay. I said, so how are you able to accommodate me today? Oh, oh. That's what I said. Okay. So I had to do a little tweak, because okay. I was hot. Okay. I appreciate the honesty. Well, look, look, I, I got a story. Can I tell y'all a story? Nicole, can I tell y'all a story? So we, we get from the airport. Our daughter picks us up. And she, she suggests, you know, you know when, when y'all get suggestions, y'all know that it's not about you. It's about them. So, so well, I figured y'all was hungry. So we ought to go by this restaurant. What, what, what restaurant did y'all hear me talk about? Longhorn. So we go by Longhorns. And I got this salad that I love to eat. And, 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 and the salad got nuts and, and different fruits in it. And got, supposed to have chicken, grilled chicken, Nicole. Not fried chicken, grilled. And so my, we, we ordered ahead of time. Say ahead of time. Because you're supposed to drive up and, and call yourself in, and they're supposed to bring it out. So they bring it out. And, and because Jazz had been with her for a little while, she always tells us, check our food. Say, check your food. So we check the food. Now, I got everything in that salad but the chicken. Now, I, I'm a little special. So I had to talk to myself. The same way we're talking about. You got to talk to yourself. And so... My wife goes in to get, to get my meal, but my wife is special. She lives in the anointing. Some of us go in and out of the anointing. She lives in the anointing. My wife's still smiling. I said, what's going on, baby? She said, oh, no, everything okay. You can go back to the car. <laughs> now, she comes back with a whole bunch of food. 
Not just my salad, but some other things. And my dessert. <laughs> and, and so she won't talk about what happened. But why she in there, this group want to fight amongst themselves. But where's my wife? She's at peace, taking authority over the fight. See, that's what I'm talking about, the anointing. You just do what God tells you to do. Now, see, we thought it was about her going in to get my food, but it was about her going in and stopping a fight. How is God using you when you don't think he is? You so focused on this. I was focused on that, that chicken, okay? But God was focused on the fact that I'm going to stop a fight. Janae, you know what we're talking about? That's what his focus was on. I'm going to stop a fight. But I'm going to use this situation to put her in the right place because she's the only one that can pull that off. So, you know, I, I felt a little selfish. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, God do, does what he do. But guess who he uses? Use us. But are we willing? Or do he have to give us, does he have to get special permission for, for him to call on us to do something? Oh, oh, I appreciate the honesty. Might come in your way. She said, it depends. Depends on what? What does it depend on? I'm going to make sure I'm not calling nobody's name today. What does it depends on? I think it's easier if he asks you to do something you want to do oh, okay, okay. or something that's convenient. Okay. But when he asks you to do something you absolutely do not want to do okay. and is inconvenient, I do think it's a challenge. Okay, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, yo, you're not lying on nobody. Huh? I see people, who, you know, in school when, when you don't want to answer the teacher, you put your head there. You know they notice that first, right? But anyway, we still tried. So first things first. Let's take a peek. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after, strive after his kingdom, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. The attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to seek? First and most importantly, seek. After. How does he do things? So one of the things we can ask is, so, G so Holy Spirit, or Jesus, what do you want me to do with this? You can ask, well, what do you want me to do with this? Now, I know Curly, as we walking in there, she was speaking in tongues. Because we were special in the car. She had to get out of the car so she could get with Jesus. <laughs> I mean, is it okay to be real with you guys? Now, we just flew three hours, and all I wanted was my salad. So a guide to seeking God's kingdom. We're talking about prayer. But before I get to prayer, let, 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 let me take us to a scripture, okay? So in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10 through 13 in the Amplified Bible. So Jeremiah was a prophet. And if you go back to the Old Testament text, some people say that he was 12 years old as a prophet. And some say he could be up to 40. But, but, but when we get called into ministry, do we run? I know I did, 25 years. Okay? So, so he got some questions because he wondered, why you call me? God, why you call me? Don't you know what neighborhood I live in? Don't you know what my income is? But this is what happened. So, in verse 10 it says, this is God talking to him. See, I have anointed you this day over the nations, nations, that's with an S, and over the kingdoms. Now, God is calling us to do the same thing. Now, listen close. 
to uproot and break down. Uh-oh. You mean tell me we can fix stuff? You, you, you mean tell me we can correct things that's, that's messed up? You mean we can say something about that? Check it out. To destroy and to overthrow. You got evil in your neighborhood. You Oh, let me go. Can, can it go real for a second? You got evil in your house. He said we can break it down. We can destroy it. We can overthrow it. But check this out. But after doing that, he says to build and to plant. So we can plant new ideas. We can plant new beliefs. We can plant new actions. He's calling us to do this. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? So this is God talking to Jeremiah. What do you see? And I'm asking you, what do you see? Do you only see the bad? Or are you able to see the good? Are you able to speak to the bad to make it good? Uh, it's a question. I'm going to pause right there for an answer. Somebody said yes. One, two, three, four, four, five, nine, six, 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 ten. Can I get a yes on this side? Yes on this side. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. I got honesty. Sometimes. And Jeremiah said, okay. Jeremiah, what do you see? This is what God said. And I said, I see the branch of an olive tree, an almond tree. And, and, and that branch was moving. Y'all know branches don't move by themselves. Do Brent, branch is moving by itself. And then the Lord said to Jeremiah, you have seen well, for I am actively watching over my word to perform it. Now that was in the Amplified. So in another translation, this was in the message. You have seen well, for I am actively watching over my word to perform it. So when we are in prayer, we need to have his word so that he can watch over it. Now, we can come up with some special words, but they might not be his words. So he's watching over his word to perform it. So whenever we're believing for victory in prayer, we got to find his word to stand on. Y'all understand that? So what word are you using when you're praying? Can we find a scripture in it? Can we find something to God in it? So find his word because that's what he's looking for to perform it. His word has faith in it. God moves by faith. And that's a real question. Holy Spirit, would you mind revealing to us that situation that we find ourselves in, that we need your word in order to have victory in that area? So would you mind showing us what is that word, what is that scripture, that you want us to stand on, rest in, walk in, talk in, live in. Because there is no victory any other way. And we'll pause for a second. So give me a little background music. And just, just slip up your hand once. And, and I'm talking to you all over the nations. Listen for, you know what the situation is. Now believe for the scripture that you're going to replace the situation with. And we got time. And just slip up your hands once you get it. See you. I 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 see you. Thank you, sir. I see you. I see you. I see you. 
And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak to that part of the mind, the brain, that says, it didn't make sense to me, so I'm not going to receive it. I got smilers over here on my right side. <laughs> Get out the way and let him do what he do. So I thank you in advance that we're open, we're receptive to receive the word that you just gave us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Anybody want to share? I got one. One on my right. I got one on my left. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you repeat the chapter of Jeremiah? Yeah, it's Jeremiah chapter, chapter 1, verse 10 through 13. And I strongly suggest reading it in multiple versions. Okay? All right, on my left side. What was the word he gave you? Oh, the word, <clears throat> the word that he gave me was, um, sometimes I say, Father, I say, um, you know, put me, you said to bring him back to his word. So I said, Father, you said in your word to bring you back to your word. Okay. But I have to find the scripture. I'm doing that now. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Might come your way. And then we're going to talk about the benefits of prayer. I heard him say you're blessed to be a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing. Okay. You receive? Yeah. Uh, but, but there's a butt in there. Did y'all hear the butt? Okay, everybody heard the butt? How, how many of y'all heard the butt on here? Okay, how many of y'all heard the butt on this side? So we got butts on both sides. Now, we're not talking about your butt, no, no, but anyway. <laughs> it's just odd to okay. hear that about okay. me. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, appreciate your honesty. I've heard it about others. Okay. But I've never heard it about me. Okay, so grab it. Do me a favor, grab it, and then put it in your heart. Okay? What, what, what does that mean, put it in your heart? That, your heart always beating. So when you hear your, you feel your heart beating, it's already in there. And just allow, see, we need to do natural things to manifest spiritual things. People don't want to hear that. They, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. But, but, but they would make, what, what, what would you call it? Just platforms, not, not platforms. What is it? Altars. When, when a big victory manifests itself, they would build altars so that every time they passed by that, they would be put in remembrance of the victory that they had. Okay? All right, anybody else? I got one right here. Yes, ma'am, what we got? Um, mine was the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Okay. The righteous run into it and are safe. Okay, all right. See, see, when you run into something, you can look back at what, what you ran from. Glory to God. So you got 20 people coming after you, and you go in, and you can look, look, look back and see all of them being taken away. Notice the wording I use, taken away. <laughs> Replaced. I got somebody online? Sharon says Romans 8.28 is hers. Okay. okay. All right. Romans 8.28. So shall my word be that Go forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the things wherefore I send it. Stood on that for months. About my right leg, that right foot, that calf. I mean, I was walking by faith when I came up here. I mean, not this morning. It, it, it's strong. My wife dealt with a cough for months. I'm in the hotel room, and I just said out of my mouth. Say out of my mouth. Enough! Y'all write that down. It really helped me. <laughs> See, as long as we put up with something, it'll stay. As long as we put up with something, it'll stay. 
And sometimes we'll pray, but we're not praying in faith. Am I lying on anybody? But that, that's the word I got from the Lord while I was in, in the, the, the room with my feet kicked up. Enough. And I hollered it out, too. I know, that, I know it's supposed to be soundproof hotel where they heard me down the hall. Because when the cleaning lady came by, she's not real soft. <laughs> I said, you can come in. She said, you sure? <laughs> enough. What's your enough? What are you hollering enough at? Real time, guys. Talk to me. See, this is a conversational church. Like, L-A-C-K. What else? Disrespect. Strife. Cycles. Fear. Anybody else? Procrastination. Somebody says doubt. Okay. So when those situations come back, it's coming back. What are you supposed to say? Enough. Enough. But don't be fancy and cute. Do you understand? Because sometimes, enough. Well, I didn't want to say it loud because somebody might hear me. That's the point. You need to hear you. We're just so dainty and cute. <laughs> Most of the time. Enough is enough. Enough. That's all I said. Enough. You see me walking there? Ha! There's not a limp in my step. See, when, when, and then like on a flight, three hours. If I go to move after I've been sitting down for a while, then it would really hurt. And, and see, I just been, turn to somebody and say, you need to testify. <laughs> I see, you need to testify. And so when I got off the plane, I started walking about three steps and hit that little limp. And I said, turn to my wife, I said, sweetie, you know, ever since I said enough, I don't limp anymore. Wait a minute now, I'm limping. But after that fourth step, after I told her, then all of a sudden the limp is gone. See, you got to remind yourself who you are. That's right. That's right. I, I, I don't know whether it's a curse word when you say something, start with a P. Puts your foot in the ground. I, I got it out. I got it out. I'm okay. Okay? <laughs> just, just ask for forgiveness if that bothered you. I, I see you in the back, though. I see you. I see you. I, I mean, I just had to get it out. Guys, we put up with a lot of stuff that's not ours to have. Let, let, let me go ahead. Okay, in the, in the back. What, what we got? Online? Teresa says, poor eating. Sharon says, enough sickness. Okay. Claudia says, pain. Okay. Um, Shira says, I've been struggling to stop saying to myself, I hate my job. Okay. It doesn't only pertain to my job, but my life. Okay. I started reading Jeremiah 10, uh, 1. 10 through 13, and verse 10 looks like my scripture to say. Okay, awesome. Uh, faith says chronic pain. Chronic pain. And, and, and guys, I don't care how many times it happened, you just keep saying it. You just keep saying it. Ooh, there it is. You say it till you believe it. Because his word already watches over. He said, watch over my word to perform it. But we got to say it until we believe it. Took me four months, but that leg not hurt no more. See, you got to smack the devil with, with God's presence. I said it right. I, I see you over there. Just hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just smack the devil with God's presence. You know, taunt him. Y'all ever taunted the devil? Every time I start walking on my leg, I, I stop and do, that. Ooh, do the leg like it. Yes, sir. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. 
you spoke enough to one situation. Okay. It ended up blessing you at the same time. Yeah, yes, ma'am. That's a question or you tell me? No, that's what I'm saying. So when you spoke enough, uh-huh. when you were really thick in faith over one situation, it actually ended up helping you in your situation. Yes. Okay. But it's not just limited to me. Like I said, that lady knocked on the, the, the door a little special. I mean, it's like, and normally they knock. She like, I walk to the door with that leg. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. See, God never does it just for you. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He does it for others. Because you, you think about how you led somebody to Christ. They had to see you. They had to see your attitude was different. They had to see that you different than anybody they encountered. That was because your his presence. See, that's what I'm talking about, the anointing. God on the inside of us doing only that which God can do. Carly didn't go in the store and lay the woman out. She did that smile thing. See, that smile is her anointing. Because she can say some things with that smile. I'm lying on anybody that know her. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> well, somebody had a question. Everybody, did I get everybody? The benefits of prayer. Let's talk about the benefits of prayer. It brings us closer to God. See, some people get angry with God and they run from him. But if he's the God that knows everything, that knew enough about you that he knew that was going to come and was trying to bless you ahead of time so that when it came, you would be ready for it. But he can't solve this situation. Can he? So let's just take a look. So Shea, your idea was I go one at a time, right, instead of showing them all? Okay, all right, see? I asked Michelle. We talked about this. All right, so let's see what happened. Let's see what happened. Let me ask you this. Who are you close to now? Did you spend time with? I, I, I mean, I heard that answer. That was, yeah, but I wish I hadn't. Am I lying on anybody? <laughs> but in order to get close to somebody, you got to spend time with them. You got to talk to them. And, and, and put this key word down. You got to listen to them. Because, see, a lot of times we try to talk over what we don't want to hear. Uh-oh. I'm getting excited about my own message. <laughs> we, we, we don't want to hear this. But what we hear, we can pray about. M- remember last Sunday, I remember I was, I was looking at the message on the plane. And, and I asked the question, what was that thing was? Oh, tell me more. A- anybody tried to tell me more yet? Nobody. Okay, I, I'm not going to give y'all another nugget there. You start, okay, okay, tell me more. Okay. Because, see, People only tell you the tip of the iceberg. They want to go deeper. But can you tell when somebody's not listening to you? Yes. Okay. Is, is <laughs> Do you keep on talking or you, you shut the conversation down? Stop? What about this side? What y'all do? Shut it down? Stop? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes? And see, I had to get free of that. Say free of that. Because the word says... By your much speaking, you think you might be heard. My wife worked with me. She said, Pastor, remember we said that service is only going to be 30 minutes? Say 30 minutes. But I say, if I go 45, I know they heard me, honey. 
And I the one started on North Avenue. I said, my service is going to be 30 minutes because people stop listening after 25. And then I come over here, we're going to go 45 minutes. Then I be looking at people. They're not using their phone to follow me. They're using phone to follow football, basketball. The next shopping. Oh, when that opened up. What's that called over there? Home goods. I mean, I see people leaving church, leaving their posts to run over there, especially doing Christmas. Am I lying on Don't y'all raise your hand. Don't you raise your hand. <laughs> and see, I thought I was going to stop after, after Christmas. Now they got sales. Well, Pastor, Pastor I believe, but they, they got a sale. The scripture says in James chapter 4, verse 8, we're talking about closer relationship with God. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Wash your hands. Y'all read this part with me. You sinners, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God, y'all ready for this, and the world. The closer you go, go towards the world, the closer you are to the world. But try calling on the world when you're in trouble. Am I talking to anybody? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> the closer you get, a closer relationship with God. How do you get a closer relationship with God? By spending time with him. And guys, stop placing a demand. Because how are you supposed to love somebody if you feel a demand to love him? That, that love don't work. It's a choice. It's a choice. I want to read his word. If you know you go to sleep at 10 o'clock, don't try to read his word at 5 till. Because it's game on, you're going to stay awake. <laughs> Somebody say, yeah. So how do you get close to someone that you know is necessary in your life? I said before you, life, death, blessing, and cursing, choose life. Make a decision. Okay? I got a hand in the back. Might come your way. I've even realized, too, here recently that, you know, some people always say, well, all I need is Jesus. I don't need nobody else. No. For, for Corey, I need Jesus and somebody else, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody else that can shop at me and say, hey, no, you wrong. You right. Okay. You also need God and somebody okay. as well. Amen. Is that why he, he made us on earth? So we can help each other out? I mean, my Bible, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about y'all's Bible. But my Bible say, iron sharpens iron. Don't always tell people what they want to hear. I'm going to look at the exercise. If we do that, we need to repent. So, so y'all just pray with me. Y'all ready? Father, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> forgive me for telling people what they need to hear when I know what your word says. I repent in Jesus' name. Amen. So don't be surprised. Y'all go, go to say something, and then it come out. Okay, don't run. Just stand there and say, well, that prayer was answered. Number two, humble. So the benefits of prayer is draws you closer to God because whoever you talk to, the most you get closer to. The benefits of prayer, humble, it humbles and empowers. Ooh, this is uh, Zechariah chapter four, verse six. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Y'all heard me say, I pronounced that thing. That's what I did. I, I practiced a little while though, but I got her out. Nicole always checking over, but thanks, Nicole. I got you this time. Not by might. There's not going to be by strength, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So the thing about being humbled and empowered by the benefits of prayer is that we get to a place where we understand where our power comes from. 
I'm not fooling myself to think that I'm up here bringing forth his word and it's in my power. He's going to take what he told me to say and he's going to work on it. See, see, I like how he, he tweaks stuff. Remember, y'all got it right here? I didn't say you do this. I said you tweak it. See, that's like a quarter turn. <laughs> so some people even sitting there and thinking to themselves, I ain't getting nothing from what the pastor said. I smile because it's not what I said. It's what he says. So you, you mind your own business. You're getting ready to get, drink that latte. <laughs> yes, I did. That, that, that's a lot. Because that's one of the churches. Y'all know that, right? Oh. Y'all taking a breath? Y'all breathing okay? I, I mean, y'all do know there are other churches, right? Church across the street? Home good church. Church on the bike? We can have a bike church. Um, anything we put before God is a church. I didn't say we can't enjoy those things, but did he come in? Does he fit anywhere in there? Do we have time for him? Because it's, it's 1056. It's time for me to stop. Time for me to stop. Okay, y'all okay with that? <laughs> we need to understand that through prayer, prayer, we get strength. Power comes from him. God says it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. What is his spirit telling us? Because he's been talking to us for a little while. I'm relying on anybody. He, he talked to you before you got here this morning. But that same talk is what he's been saying for a little while. All we got to do is say, I got you. Amen. And, and, and see, this is what we're missing. Can I say what we're missing? I, we talked about this a few Sundays ago. Just say help. Because when he called us to do something we're not able, we don't think we can do it. All we got to do is say help. Yeah. Because my bow, I keep coming back to my bow. We all got a bow too. Because my Bible says he stands at the door and knock. Knock. We used to, you know, it, it was a cop show a little while ago. I think they're bringing it back now. But where you bust in through the door. But see, he stands and knock. Because he likes to be invited. He knows that he is the answer to everything that we need, want, and desire. But he's not going to force his way in. He's not going to push down the door. He's not going to hang around and say, well, you know, I've been knocking for 20 hours. He knocks. And the reason he knocks is because he knows your heart is ready, but you just haven't made a decision. I'm, I'm going ahead and do the, uh, the what, what you call it, salvation. By, by way, just, I'm going to just step on in there because I'm knocking. <laughs> Standing at the door and I'm knocking. So, Father, we thank you that we hear the knock. We hear what you are, that soft knock. And we also acknowledge the fact that you've been knocking for a while. What does that mean? You came back and knocked again. But this is our opportunity, and we are, we are listening to that opportunity this time. Because we're ready. We're ready to receive you as Lord and Savior of our lives. Yes, this is a new year, but I'm focused on the fact that this is a new day. And with that new day and that new time, we're making the decision that we want you to be Lord of our lives. We want to know the principles, what it's like to pray to a person that cannot fail, that knows everything there is to know about us. You know things about us that we don't even know about ourselves. And we just say today is our day. Today is our day to know what it's like to walk in freedom. We thank you that we're standing up right now and we're opening you the door so you no longer have to stand on the outside. You're free to step into the inside. 
And that inside is in our heart. That space that we reserve for evil and not for good. For wrong instead of right. But we say, come on in. So repeat after me. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we're answering the door. And we're asking, come on in. We're ready to receive. And you said in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that we're saved, we're born again, we have eternal life. We're ready for the new life as we spend time with you in prayer, communication, and silence. We call these things manifested right now. In Jesus' name. And all in agreement. Amen. Mr. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.